and welcome to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode 11 and I am Britt. I'm Craig. And this week we are going to run another mock draft, try to briefly discuss injuries going on in the NFL because there just seems to be a bunch of them and then see what our what else we have time for. But first, we start every week with the same thing. Craig, you have a glass of beer in front of you and a very large craft bottle. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Kentucky Lightning, uh, again, by Two Roads Brewery. And who, yeah, I was just going to say, who would make such a wondrous beer? And uh, it's when Two it, Roads. When it's called Kentucky, give the folks at, at home just a taste of what it is. Uh, it's a sour mash ale aged in bourbon barrels. They do a lot of aging there, and this is spelled C-O-N-N-T-U-C-K-Y, lightning with no G. So that's because of the bourbon is why they call it Kentucky. It's um, one of our favorites. We've had it multiple times. It's a limited uh, release that they do. So Um, I am drinking deliciousness (laughs) in its purest form. You know, I'm going to have to add the song. You go right on ahead. I played this clip for some friends last week. And they started to laugh hysterically when the music came on because there is nothing I take more seriously than Rhodes Mary's Baby by Two Roads. And that's what I've got in front of me. Get used to it, listeners. There is going to be no new beers in front of me until the Rhodes Mary runs dry. Put I that a on a t-shirt and put it on Cafe Press until the Rhodes Mary's runs dry. I got a couple more days till September that I can drink it. By then I'll have bought out all of it and you'll have nothing. Anyway. To business, because we have to keep our episode brief today. Um, We ran the mock draft last week, and we had a really strong response to it. So we decided we would try another one, but this time we would do a 12-team, and we would let the computer decide where we drafted. So the computer has decided that we are drafting fourth. Okay. So, And this is, again, against the ADP composites of ESPN, the Fantasy Football Calculator, MyFantasyLeague.com, fan tracks, all these other sites. This is we're drafting against a composite of what other people have done on those sites. One quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, uh, one flex, and then a bench of six. Oh, and a kicker and a defense, of course. Craig, are you ready to draft I'm ready because um, everyone's injured. Everyone is hurt. Prepare to draft injured people. (laughs) Here we go, folks. Starting the draft. So we're picking fourth, Craig. So I think it's fair fair to say that we know Le'Veon Bell's going to go off the board. Antonio Brown's going to go off the board. Um, Will Ezekiel Elliott go off the board? Well, I can tell you right now because it just updated. The first three picks were David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. So that leaves us with everyone else. All right. Do we go for the popular pick of Julio Jones? Do we start with a running back? Because don't forget, it's a snakes format. So it's going to be another, what is that? I'm doing the math in my head. 12 picks? I say we go running back if possible. So then that your choices really are LaShawn McCoy or Melvin Someone. Gordon or mm-hmm. Devontae Freeman or Jay Ajayi. I, I'm not big on Buffalo this year, so I'm hesitant to go for McCoy. What do you think? Ah, uh, not No, let's skip that. Okay, so the next person up would be Melvin Gordon. Do we or do we have faith in Melvin Gordon? We do. Okay, so you know what? Let's do Melvin Gordon. I am absolutely fine with that pick. Melvin Gordon. I'm trying to pick Melvin Gordon, but I my fingers are not cooperating. Where are you? Oh, there he is. Okay, so Melvin Gordon is our pick at the four. 
So we go back to the draft and okay. And back to the draft board and Melvin Gordon, AJ Green. Sorry about that. We just had a brief distraction with Craig's phone going off. Um, that actually happened, by the way. All right, quick yeah. distraction. I know we're yeah. on a time clock today. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I'm listening to Rotowire Fantasy this week, and okay. literally in the middle of a speech, this is what you hear coming through satellite radio. Are you ready? Yep. I think that guy's going to be... No. No, I have the... Yeah, what do you want? No, they put me in here. No, this isn't your studio. Well, go talk to somebody else about it, because I'm, I'm actually live on the air. Okay, thanks. What I was saying was, <laughs> somebody just walked into a studio at one of the serious recording centers and was like, hey, man, this is my studio. No, it's not. And this guy's live on the Fantasy Sports <laughs> Network. And he was very, very, very annoyed by it. So that's that's karma right there. I'm sorry. Back to the draft. So we took Melvin Gordon at four. A.J. Green, Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, LaShawn McCoy, Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson, Michael Thomas, Jay Ajayi, DeMarco Murray, Des Bryant, Jordan Howard, Lamar Miller, Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, four running backs in a row there, and Amari Cooper just went off the board. So we are, what is that, 16 picks in. I'm seeing four, five, 11 running backs gone. Two, three. That was fast. Well, I'm, not, I'm not counting everything. properly. I'm screwing this up because it's a 12 team. I'm basing it on 10. 11 running backs and nine. Uh, wide receivers are gone so we're actually picking 21st here and it's recommending that we take your favorite player in the wide receiver ranks the machine is telling us to take doug baldwin what why um because everyone else is gone of the top wide receivers on the board doug baldwin is ranked number nine in the consensus adp right now and numbers one through eight and number 10 is gone if we're looking wide receiver we're looking at baldwin cooks T.Y., Demarius. Oh. I, I don't like any of those in my no. second pick. So let's look Me at the running either. backs available. That's, yeah. We got Isaiah Crowell. We got Leonard Fournette, who has been sliding down boards because of this mysterious injury. What happened to him? Uh, something with his foot. Not his ankle, but his foot, because he yeah. hurt his ankle in college, and people were all worried about it. I think it was ankle. I, whatever it is, it's something on the bottom half of your leg, and it's <laughs> not the same thing he hurt in college. I'm just drawing a blank. Folks, if you're listening to this, my head is so full of draft nonsense right now that I don't know what's what. So um, bear with me. But Dalvin Cook is still sitting out there. Christian McCaffrey's still sitting out there. They might be a little bit of a reach, but I might like them better than going after. I know you can't stand Doug Baldwin. No. So basically the conversation comes down to Isaiah Crowell, Doug Baldwin, Brandon Cooks, Dalvin Cook. Gronk is out there, but I don't like Gronk no, in the second round. Not that early. What do you feel? Um, I would say cooks. Cooks, plural, as in the receiver? Yes. Because with Edelman gone, cooks has been moving up boards. Edelman is done for the season, by the way, folks. If you haven't heard, you heard it here first. I think cooks or cook is a good pick. I think Either cook. I think cook has an outside shot of being there when we come back around. So let's take Brandon Cooks. Plural. So, yes. So we will take wide receiver Brandon Cooks. And I will retreat back to the draft board for round three. We take Cooks, Gronk, Crowell, Hilton, Aaron Rodgers, Doug Baldwin, and Leonard Fournette all go. The man I wanted in Delvin Cook from Minnesota is still there. So I'm going to make an executive decision and take him, except he has the same bye week as Melvin Gordon. So that stinks. So what's (sighs) left? 
Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas, Travis Kelsey. I feel like it's a little early for Kelsey. I don't know. Um, maybe we go Thomas then. Christian McCaffrey's sitting out there, but do we want to? I mean, early? I feel better about Cook over McCaffrey. McCaffrey's actually next. He's 15th on the running back list, and the first 13 are all gone. So if we maybe pass we on running him. back here, we're looking at like the Marshawn Lynch, Mark, Mark Ingram band for our second running back. But if we go wide out, you got Demarius, DeAndre, Keenan Allen, Alshon Jeffrey. I know you love Alshon Jeffrey, and there's a good chance he'll be there because wide receivers have gone so much early. I kind of like going running back here. Think of Metcalf. You mean McCaffrey? Or McCaffrey? Sorry, Metcalf retired in like 1996. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Let's do right, Christian let's do McCaffrey. It. And so then we're we're gonna need to look at wide receiver tight end next. McCaffrey goes, then Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas, Tyrell Pryor, Travis Kelsey, Golden Tate, Tom Brady, Dalvin Cook goes at the end of the third round. Alshon Jeffrey does not make it back to us. He goes at the start of the fourth. Marshawn Lynch, Greg Olson, Jordan Reed, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Jarvis Landry, and Danny Woodhead. And now we are up again. Four tight ends off the board. So we've missed the tight end rush. There's no sense in jumping in now because it's now getting to be... Kind of middle of the pack. QB? We could. The only QBs taken are Rodgers and Brady, and they were both taken last round. Um, Drew Brees is the consensus recommendation. Let us see what else we have here, though, in terms of we still need a wideout and a tight end. And the best available wideout right now is Larry Fitz or Michael Crabtree. I don't mind Fitz, and this actually is pretty good spot to grab him. So it comes down to Drew Brees, I would say Fitz, Fitz or Carlos Hyde and, and submit yeah, your flex. Do I would you want, say Fitz if you think Drew Brees is going to be there in the next round. I don't know that Brees is going to be there next round, but don't forget that means Wilson, Ryan, Cousins, and Mariota are still all out there. Okay. So I kind of don't mind taking Larry And Matt Fitz Stafford, here. Mr. Um, highest paid QB ever. I'm not a big fan of that personally. All right, so I'm going to take Larry Fitz and return to the draft board. So Larry Fitz goes, then Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, Joe Mixon, Michael Crabtree, Jimmy Graham, Tyreek Hill, and we are back on the clock. Wide receivers are flying off of this board, uh, and we have two of them. We need a quarterback, a tight end, and a flex in our skill positions, and Drew Brees is still sitting there. Do you go and grab Brees now in the fifth round? Yes. All right, let's not overthink this. Let's go ahead and get him. He's got an ADP of 42. And we are already at pick 52. So I like that idea. So let's go ahead and grab Drew Brees and then get comfortable because we're going into the long part of the board for us. So we took Drew Brees, Ty Montgomery, Carlos Hyde, Matt Ryan, Emmanuel Sanders, Stefan Diggs, Mark Ingram, Kelvin Benjamin, Martavius Bryant, Russell Williams, well, ah, Russell Wilson, Jameson Crowder, CJ Anderson, Marcus Mariota, Tyler Eifert. Bilal Powell, Kyle Rudolph, and Jameis Winston all go off the board. So after we take Breeze, four quarterbacks fly off the board. Two more tight ends. There is only one, two, three, four, five teams, including us, without a tight end. And we're looking at this point at tight end slash flex. So to the cheat sheets I go, and just using the cheat sheets as a reference, I don't usually draft off cheat sheets. Zach Ertz is staring at us under tight ends. 
Delaney Walker's there. And Martellus Bennett's there. Also, Eric Ebron is there. In wideouts, we've got Willie Sneed, Pierre Garçon, Brandon Marshall. In running backs, we are now thin. We've got Amir Abdullah, Tevin Coleman, Frank Gore. I'm not really big on any of those guys. I think we can wait um, a little bit on running back and just grab a flyer to, to fill out. I would say if we're, we either have to look at tight end or we have to look at flex. Uh, let's go tight end. What you, and I know you love Philly. I know you love year. Philly. You're not a big Philly guy, except this year. I know you're going to say Zach Ertz. So let's just go ahead and take Zach Ertz. So Zach Ertz goes to us. Back to the draft board. So we take Zach Ertz, Jameis Winston. We, he went up before us. Amir Abdullah, Pierre Garçon, Brandon Marshall, Willie Sneed, Andrew Luck, and Derek Carr. So now every team except one has their starting quarterback. We could have probably waited on quarterback um, one one or two more rounds, but I think the value was there when it was there. So yeah. now we are looking for a flex player. Okay. The machine is recommending Devontae Parker out of wide receiver uh, out of wide receiver Miami. Jeremy Macklin's also out there. Tevin Coleman's also out there. Frank Gore is also out there, but he already shares a bye week with Christian McCaffrey, and there's a concern about that. I kind of like Devontae Parker this year because uh, Cutler is a chucker. And he he's he going to benefit from a chucking style offense. What do you think? I think so. I think Miami, they have potential with the, you know, <clears throat> of doing pretty good in the AFC East this year. Right. With the exception of being in the same division as the Patriots. Provided, you know, Jay stays healthy and doesn't get another concussion. And Jay Cutler, you know, who knows what you're going to get with Jay Cutler. You're going to get a lot of downfield passing and a lot of interceptions. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. But you also have the potential for a lot of yards. All right, so we'll take Devontae Parker, and we will return to the draft board. So we take Devontae Parker, Dante Moncrief, Ben Roethlisberger, Jeremy Macklin, Cam Newton, Eric Decker, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Jackson, Randall Cobb, Doug Martin, Delaney Walker, Tevin Coleman, Corey Davis, Rob Kelly, Tyrell Williams, Chris Hogan, and Rashard Matthews all go. The wide receivers in this draft are flying off the board. Like at a Who's race that, left. Uh, Is anyone left? Well, right now we're, we're in backup mode. We're backing up. So Frank Gore, Theo Riddick, Kenny Britt is out there. I'm not a big Kenny Britt fan. If you have not seen the video that was posted by the herd earlier today, comparing the Cleveland Browns to a dumpster fire, I highly recommend it. It's very amusing. <laughs> Gore's out there. Kenny Britt, Jordan Matthews, who's still hurt. Adam Thielen. Let's go Frank Gore. Let's, yeah, I mean, he shares a bye week, so we're going to need another running back. But again, this is a mock. I mean, this, I think so far what I've learned is in this format, the wide receivers have to come off the board first. You have to. It would have been better for us to go wide out and come back to running back because we our running backs are Melvin Gordon and Christian McCaffrey, two high upside guys that I don't have a lot of faith in, but. Anyway, well, I love these automatic drafts because they move super fast. While I was saying that, it's up again. So we took Gore, Mike Gillisley, and Samaj Perrine. I know I just botched his name, but he they went. So two more running backs. Adam Thielen, Corey Coleman, and John Brown. Three more wideouts. And then Derek Henry went. So we are back on the clock. Theo Riddick is there. Kenny Britt is there. But Kenny Britt shares a bye week with Brandon Cooks. Uh, Duke Johnson is there. Where does oh. he play? Duke's in Cleveland. He's technically the backup to Isaiah Crowell, but I think he's going to have a larger role of the offense this year. And 
Crowell, I'm not really super confident on his health. So I like Duke Johnson, but uh, I mean, I guess we got to go Kenny Britt. There really isn't a whole lot of option at wide receiver right now, and we have no backups. Mike Wallace, Marvin Jones is there. Do we reach down around for Marvin Jones out of Detroit? Stafford I mean, signed that big contract. He could. He might get bonuses for throwing. I mean, Zay Jones is still out there, but I still think he's a major we- a major reach. Kevin White is out there, but I don't like anything about Chicago at all. No. Well, let's go with Matt Stafford then in Detroit. With um. What do you mean? You mean pick up uh, pick up Marvin Jones with Marvin Jones? Yeah. All right, we will draft Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones has been drafted. Only one percent of all experts agree with our pick. Bite me, experts. <laughs> um, I actually listened today again. Same guys who are having the problem with the studio. We're saying today that they are tired of telling people the same thing over and over again. If you have to listen to experts to play fantasy football, you need to find it. Basically, you need to find a different hobby. And so, wow. well, yeah, but I mean, and again, this is what pays their bills. We do this for fun, but I guess the message is clear. At the end of the day, you have to make your own decisions when it comes to fantasy football. You can't rely on what the voice on the other side of a microphone says. Even if it's us, you have to That's do true. what you <laughs> feel is best. We're just here to have fun, talk football, and give some advice. That's all we're here for. So, all right. So, we took Marvin Jones. So, here's the long list of people who went after. Jonathan Stewart, Mike Wallace, Kenny Britt, CJ Procise, Theo Riddick, Duke Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Jordan Matthews, Martellus Bennett, the Denver Broncos defense, Paul Perkins, Zay Jones, Jack Doyle, Hunter Henry, James White, and Darren Sproles. All right. What do we need to do? Well, we need... We have a backup running back, but we also have two running backs off in the same week. Our wide receiver core all has different bye weeks, and they're pretty solid. I feel like we need a running back or a quarterback here. Terrence West in Baltimore is staring at us. I just don't know what to make out of it without Joe Flacco's information. We don't know when Joe's going to come back. But, I mean, beyond him, it's Matt Forte. No. I like Terrence West here. I'm going to take Terrence Terrence West. Yeah. Okay, so now we got to look at... So now, at least, we are formed up at running back. Um, after we draft Terrence West... Where'd it go? Eddie Lacy, Matt Forte, Sterling Shepard, Eric Ebron, Kobe Flinner, and Ted Ginn all went. So we have three bench slots left. Uh, we still need a defense and a kicker. I am not going to draft a defense before the last two <laughs> rounds this time. The last time we did, I am not this time. Put my foot down on that. Um, so we can back up tight end. We can add another running back. So once, once again, once again, our running backs are Gordon McCaffrey, Gore and West. Our wideouts are cooks, Fitzgerald, uh, Devonte Parker and Marvin Jones. Right. Where do you feel like we need to go next? Um, just for backup purposes, let's go tight end. That Jason Witten staring us in the face. 37% consensus. All right. Hard hitting. Hard hitting Jason Witten's gonna catch six balls all in week one. And now yeah, we just easier. need him for well, you figure we just would need him for one week. That's true. We only need him for one week. What week do we need him for? Week ten. Perfect. He's, he's not gonna be healthy in week ten. No. No, he's oh, not. Stay healthy, Jason Witten. Stay healthy. This is a mock draft. I don't know why I'm so worried. After him, Austin Hooper, the Seattle Seahawks defense, LeGarrette Blunt, Josh Doxon, Giovanni Bernard, Robbie Anderson, Darren McFadden, Thomas Rawls, the Texans defense. Evan Engram, C.J. Fedorowicz, Kevin White, Latavius Murray, Jacquez Rogers, Cameron Bray, and Austin Safarian Jenkins will go off the board. So grabbing the tight end there was a good idea because five of them went off the board after we picked. See, so yeah. try to stay ahead of the trend. Well, I, we're actually in the middle of that one. 
because Fleener and Ebron had gone two of the first three picks before that, but still. All right, so now we need a backup quarterback, and then we need a running back or a wide receiver. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins is sitting out there, but he has the same bye week as Breeze, so I'm going to pass. Go Dalton. I think Dalton's going to be there for a bit, though, so I'm not really... Dalton is Dalton four people Wentz. down. Wentz is even further. So okay, so we can wait on, on quarterback. Cole Beasley's sitting out there. Now, this is something we haven't talked about, but it's been talked about a lot on different shows. Des Bryant is going to see nine different cornerbacks this year that are all considered lockdown. They ran down the list, and they're all names you would know. I don't remember them all. So a lot of people are like, what are the Cowboys going to do when they need to pass? Cole Beasley might be an option. I kind of like him as a flyer hmm. backup here. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that, um, that, you know, that could work because corners are very mouthy these days. They're almost like the, you know, right. star wide receiver on the defense. And Beasley does go off a couple games a year. It's not, it's not it outside the realm of possibility. So let's grab Cole Beasley here. All right, back to the draft board. So we graph Beasley, then Coles, I'm sorry, Coles, Cousins, Galladay, Jamal Charles, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Washington, and Rex Burkhead all go off. We have one bench slot left, and we have no backup quarterback. All right. Dak nice. Prescott is staring at us. All right, let's go. Or Philip Rivers, Andy Dalton, Wentz is out there, Palmer's think, out there. Is Dak going to survive without his running back for I don't know. two to six games? I don't know. I have I more faith in big... Philip Rivers than I do in Dak Prescott. That's a big risk. What about Dalton? What about Palmer I would say and Dalton Wentz? or Wentz? <sighs> I don't know. What do you think? You and your Philadelphia. I don't love. know. I just I've heard a couple other places. I just feel like Philadelphia is going to be good this year. So you're not what? saying they're going to make it here's, to the Super Bowl. Here's but the thing, be good. though. Wentz is so far down. We could probably wait. I'm going to say something shocking here. We could look defense right now. All right. Because Wentz is going to be out there right now. The Kansas City Chiefs are out there. And that's who we're going to pick. What's their defensive rank? Uh, Third or fourth-ish. Do you think Joe um, Hayden's going to the Steelers affects their draft position? It doesn't doesn't affect the Chiefs negatively. No, it might move the Steelers up a notch, but the Steelers are already up there. So we're taking the Chiefs defense because I'm pretty sure Wentz is going to be there. Wentz or Dalton is going to be there coming back around. So we took the Chiefs, Jeremy Hill, Shane Vereen, uh, Alvin Kamura, Andy Dalton, Deion Lewis, Dak Prescott, Marion Mack, Wendell Smallwood, O.J. Howard, Chris Thompson, New England, Arizona, Minnesota, New York, Bob Woods. Everybody forgets about Bob Woods. Bob I Woods, about Bob Woods. Bob Woods, Robert Woods led the Buffalo Bills in receiving last year because Watkins got hurt. Never forget that. Yes, he did. 612 yards. He led them in receiving yards last year. You know who was second? Charles Clay. The only two guys to stay remotely healthy last year, which is why I'm so scared of the Bills. And then the Panthers defense. So guess who's still on the board? Wentz. Wentz is still there, and I almost want to take a kicker now because I think Wentz (laughs) will be there again. You know, let's test your theory. It's a mock. uh, Take, uh, what's his name? The kicker in... uh... Uh, Baltimore. Tucker. Oh, Tucker? Tucker's number two on this list. I'll take him. We're going to start the kicker run. All right, let's do it. Zero percent of the experts agree with us. 
All right. So Justin Tucker goes off the board. Pittsburgh defense, the Rams defense, Jacksonville, Stephen Goskowski, Matt Bryan, and Dan Bailey. So here we have, we worked ourselves into an interesting position because we took kicker and defense because the flyer we wanted, we were safe knowing was going to last and everybody else was waiting on kicker and defense. Again, watch what your opponents do. If they wait on a position or they go to a position early, it's an opportunity for you to react before they do. Everyone waited on kicker and defense, as is the case in many drafts. We held off on our backup quarterback, and now we have a huge list of usable quarterbacks staring us in the face. We could right now, with our last pick, take Phillip Rivers, Carson Palmer, or Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. I, I mean, but I mean, all three of them are serviceable as the backup. Why wouldn't you use any of those? I mean, seriously, we, why not? All right, let's all right, pick one. Take Wentz. Wentz is on the, the team. All right. And the draft is filling out. It's all kickers. We got a projected grade of an A, 94 wow, out of 100. We, yeah. We got a better grade this time than last time. Yeah, we did. We got a B plus last time. Wow. So here's our starting lineup, uh, our lineup. So we have Drew Brees, Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Cooks, Larry Fitzgerald, Zach Ertz, Devontae Parker, the Kansas City Chiefs defense, and Justin Tucker. On our bench, we have Frank Gore, Marvin Jones, Terrence West, Jason Witten, Cole Beasley, and Carson Wentz. I like this team actually a great deal. I think I'm not huge with how we started off, but we, as the draft went on and trends became clear, I felt like we reacted appropriately and we got ahead of people in areas Mm -hmm. where we knew we could wait. And that's fantastic. So that's a happy thing. So Craig, your thoughts before I close this. Uh, I think we did pretty good. We did start off a little bit uh, rocky and unsure where to go, especially because of the giant amount of injuries everywhere oh yeah i mean that's the thing we did not see the wide receivers flying off the board in a 12 team and you and i are used to our home drafts a 10 team so 12 teams are a little different for us the volume of running backs and wide receivers coming off while not shocking i was shocked at how much the wide receiver run continued i waited for it to peter off and it just never did it didn't stop it didn't started stop. and went around like the third the the, the, well, the wide receiver third. run started in the first i mean you could if i don't have it right in front of me but i would be shocked if we had in the first five rounds i think pretty much at least three or four of the 12 picks at minimum were wide receivers for like the first four or five rounds. It was nonstop. That's, that's the hard thing with snake drafts that I've never gotten used to. Uh, our draft, our draft follows really the NFL style of drafting. Right. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of, uh, fantasy leagues don't do it that way. They do snake drafts. Uh, so I got totally used to our draft. So the first time I was in a snake draft, I was really annoyed. Yeah. Because it's not... It's different. It's You pick once, and then you have to wait like 45 minutes to everything come back around again, and your picks are much slimmer. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's different. So uh, I'll, I'll do some more analysis about that. Blame Craig for the picks I don't like and take credit for the picks I do like later that's on in the article. Um, a quick uh, note, we are going to have an article up on the site, fignutsdfs.com, probably Monday or Tuesday latest about uh, week one, Thursday night DFS. There are three, maybe four people I'm watching and I'm doing some analysis on it now. I'm going to routinely use the Thursday night games in the website article and we'll talk more about the week-to-week Sunday games during the podcast. Just because, again, the timing of it, we record on Wednesdays, master on Thursdays, and release on Friday mornings. I can't really give you advice on a game that happened the night before, so, you know, it doesn't make sense for us to work it into the podcast. So um, that being said, you know, the injuries played into a little bit to what I'm thinking about. 
I am definitely eyeballing Chris Hogan and Kareem Hunt in week one DFS for if you want to use Thursday nights. That's the other part of this. I don't like Thursday night games. I want to like watch. You never know what happens on Thursday night because it's a short week for them. You don't know if they're hurt. During so. the season, it's different in week one, but during the season, less preparation time, less recovery time, less time to uh, practice. It, it changes everything. And, you know, football players are, are creatures of habit. So I'm very aware of that. The problem I have with Chris Hogan is obviously a bump up because Brandon Cooks gets a huge bump up. I've seen him going first round in some drafts now because of the Edelman injury. Um, I think Brandon Cooks is going to become a have a major target on his back for DBs. And as a result, you're going to see uh, Chris Hogan take on a larger role because he's going to be the open guy. You know, if somebody's double teamed, somebody's open. That's just the way it works when you play in a, a system where there's an even number of players on both sides of the ball. So uh, I think Chris Hogan's going to benefit. Uh, same thing in Kansas City. I think Kareem Hunt has shot up the board. I've seen him in the second round in a lot of drafts. Really? Second round. I mean, going ahead of people like Gurley and Crowell and Fournette, who's been dropping down. Um, you know, I, I think I think he's being overvalued. I don't recommend drafting him that high. Um, and when it comes to DFS, I'm a little worried about him just because I think he's going to be very highly owned. For those of you who have not done DFS before and listen to our DFS thing, ownership percentages matter. You need to have not only the best players, but the best players that other people don't have. It, it's for two reasons. Number one, you have to separate yourself from the pack when they do well. If I pick somebody that only 1% of all owners pick and he scores 31 points, it actually may put me in a better position than the guy you pick at 32 points with 80% ownership. Yes, I'm behind 80% of the field right now, but the money I save by going with a lesser known player allows me to bump up somewhere else. So if I get another 10 points at a quarterback than you could afford, I'm in much better shape. So ownership levels matter. Uh, cash games, they don't matter as much as tournament. So for Chris Hogan and Kareem Hunt, who you'll read about in my article next week, I am focusing on them for cash games only. I am not touching either Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski next Thursday night. At all. Not neither. Neither one am I touching. I look back, the last time the Chiefs and the Patriots played was in the playoffs in 2016. I believe the Chiefs lost by a touchdown. I think it was 27-20. And... Gronk had a great game. He had uh, like six catches for like 80 yards and two touchdowns. That's really solid production, but he's over $8,000 in DraftKings, and it's not a value to me. What if Gronk only doesn't catch any touchdowns? If Gronk does not catch any touchdowns at $8,000, in order for him to make value, he's got to score 24 points just on PPR value alone. That's going to be really hard. You're talking about 10 catches for 100 yards just to get the 20 points. Whew. So, you know, it's all about the touchdowns with him. Um, and he probably will have some against the Chiefs, but we don't know. So, uh, anybody you're looking at Thursday, you're looking at the Thursday night game. We're a little more than a week away at, as we're recording this. By the time our fans hear this, we will be less than a week away. Anyone in that game that you're just like, wow, I really want to start that guy in week one DFS? Uh, no. I mean, everyone's going to say to start Brady, but no one's really jumping out at me saying you have to start them. Brady's a great right. option, but he's expensive. He is. That's the problem with uh, d- doing DFS as opposed to season long. I honestly fantasy. didn't look at his value. You know what? While we're chatting about this, Craig, keep talking. I'm going to pull up his his value. Uh, yeah. So 
Brady, he's a good year-long uh, quarterback for fantasy. It's just DFS is done so differently. Everyone that you know is in love with the Patriots and loves Tom Brady, he is always not the best choice for a DFS league. And why is that? If he's the best quarterback in the league and he's the GOAT, why wouldn't you want to use him every single week? Explain that. He is, uh, like in DraftKings, everyone has a salary. And there's no way to, you're, you have a set salary. There's no way to increase that salary. So, <clears throat> excuse me. If Tom Brady, you know, week two, his salary is $8,000. That's a, you know, you have to front load your quarterback. So you're giving him that much um, salary cap or room. And then, you, you know, by the time you fill out the rest of your team, by the time you get to your second running back or your even your second receiver, your quality in player goes down drastically. Correct. And I apologize. I didn't have this up on the screen already. And what's worse is I just looked at the DraftKings numbers I've been messing with. I already weeded out the Thursday game. <laughs> so, so we'll never know now. Well, no, I'm working on it. I'm getting up on the screen. It's just taking me longer than I expected because I didn't have the information. Um, wow, we're only 257 hours from the season. Yes. <laughs> Uh, wow, this is a Sunday only lineup too. Okay, no, you broke it. I don't know how much. Tom well, here's Brady a here's costs. a question for you though. Go ahead, talk about that while I how look up How do you feel? Value. How do you feel about um, sites that tell you people to not draft? I've noticed that a lot this year. There's a lot of sites that have don't draft this list of players, and I don't. I don't know. I never really looked at it that way. Uh, it, you mean like in? So we're talking season long or DFS? This is season long. Mostly. I DFS that, changes too much. I take that into account, but I don't rely on it. Um, if somebody says to me, you know, don't draft, you know, I'm looking around. Craig has, by the way, a lot of action figures in his studio. So I'm looking at Captain Phasma from Star Wars. If somebody says to me, don't draft Captain Phasma, she's injury prone. She is not going to live up to expectations. What that does is it makes me take a second look at the person. But at the end of the day, it's got to be my call. And that goes back to the whole thing with the the guys from, uh, I think it was Rotowire today, who were like, you know, I'm tired of telling you not to draft injured players. They said, you know, I feel like I repeat myself every five minutes. Draft this guy. Don't draft this guy. Here's what I'm doing. Make your own mind up. And, you know, I'm sure the guys who own their site are going, no, don't say that. You know, <laughs> the subscriber numbers are dropping. Well, I shouldn't listen to experts. Well, then I'll save my $15 a month. <laughs> I'm sure that's how they interpret it. But you like to give us fifteen dollars a month, please. No one's going to give us fifteen dollars a month for this. I do this for fun. <laughs> you do this for fun. Scott Tolzien does this for fun. Did you find your list yet? No, because it's this is not. What is this? I don't know. Britt is now very confusedly looking at his phone and tapping it. He's, because it's oh, because it's giving me oh. preseason games. I don't want preseasons. Oh. I want here we go regular season. There you go. Give me Thursday night season opener. Tom Brady is seventy six hundred dollars. See, I said I said eight thousand. So. Yeah, that's that. So that's about right. Seventy six hundred dollars. So my rule of thumb is you have got to return a minimum of three times your value in fantasy points. So what would that be for Brady? So I take seventy six hundred dollars and I divide it by a hundred. That gives me seven point six. I multiply that by three. That's twenty one point eight. Twenty two point eight. Sorry, I'm not math is hard right now. Twenty two point eight. For me to consider him as value, he needs to be guaranteed in my mind to score 22.8 points. Do I think right now on opening night that Tom Brady is going to score 22.8 points against the Kansas City Chiefs? Maybe. (laughs) 
Maybe. Am I convinced of it? No. So what I do then is I start looking for other options. Who do I think is going to score really highly? Who is going to go out there and put up a ton of points on that first week? And uh, Yeah, because the point of DFS, you have to find the best value for your that's it your budget in that's drafting. it by me if i sacrifice five points at quarterback and it saves me three thousand dollars and i use that three thousand dollars to draft david johnson while you're drafting i don't know picking a name out of the air charkandrick west and that five points equals another 15 in running back i win you lose right so it's about value at certain positions it's yeah, not totally necessarily about long. You know, finding the one guy who's going to score fantastic. Like, again, I have not finished my research, so bear with me as I look at this. But I'm looking. Okay, so Brady is 7,600. Marcus Mariota is 6,800. He's at home against Oakland. Hmm. Derek Carr is at Tennessee at 6,700. That's That's not not a terrible option. That's not bad at all. Um, I would go with Carr. Matt Stafford against Arizona at 6,100. So it's $6,100. Matt Stafford has to score 18.3 points to make value. I have more faith that Stafford's going to score 18.3 against the Arizona Cardinals defense than I do that they're going to that Brady's going to score 22.8 against uh, the, the Chief defense. That's just me. You have to make up your own mind for this. I am not your mother. See, I would go with Carr. You would go with Carr. I would in Tennessee. Yes, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Only because I feel personally that Arizona's defense is better. You know who's a fascinating value? Who? Alex Smith. Alex Smith. He's only $5,400 Thursday night. Really? That means to make value, he needs 16.2 points. Can Alex Smith put up 16.2 points? I think he could. Well, let me tell you what he did against them in in a playoff game two years ago. Okay. 19 points. No kidding. That's three and a half points of value. That would be a value play. So now I just saved $2,400. If I'm doing the math right in my head because I've already closed on my screen. $2,400 on Alex Smith versus um, using a using Tom Brady in running back terms. And again, we're not hating on Tom Brady as we we're usually not. do. But we're not. Again, TFS is completely different than your long fantasy. That extra $2,400 means in fantasy and DFS value is the difference between having to use David Johnson or having to use Devontae Freeman. I would go with David Johnson. So David Johnson and Alex Smith or Tom Brady and Devontae Freeman, who's getting you more points in week one? I would go with David Johnson. Probably Dave Johnson and Alex Smith because the difference between Alex Smith and Tom Brady is 5 to 10 points, but the difference between David Johnson and Devontae Freeman is probably 10 to 15 you know, I say that watch Devontae Freeman has a four <laughs> touchdown week one. Well, he's still up in the air with his injury, so well, who he, knows? he returned to practice, I think. Did he? I believe so. And he's at Chicago, which helps his case. That does help his case. But anyway, we will get more into that stuff next week. I apologize. Real quick, last thing. Craig and I actually did a best ball draft on Saturday. We're ball very excited. Beer. We tweeted while drinking that. beer, yes. We did. I'm going to post about that probably end of this week, uh, beginning of next week, probably the same time as the DFS stuff comes out. We honestly just don't have time to talk about it tonight. Um, so, Craig, we got to close up. That's Final sad. thoughts. Final thoughts on our draft or in general? In, on life, old on friend. Life. On life. Uh, you know, the season is coming upon us. I would say just to really pay attention to injury reports that come out every Tuesday or Wednesday, no, Tuesday. Yeah, they come out on Tuesdays. Pay attention to those, especially or leak on doing, Twitter or Twitter. Um, 
really pay attention to those if you're doing DFS. If you're doing season long, there's a lot of time to adjust, but DFS, you really have to pay attention to injuries because it definitely affects your lineup. Absolutely, which is part of the reason I don't like the Thursday lineups because it affects how you do on Sunday. So um, Craig and I are still hoping our house draft is this Sunday. We are super excited. We are trying to work out a live special episode and by live, meaning we'll record it on site and then you'll hear it later. (laughs) Um, But the logistics of that have not been set yet. Uh, But we will definitely try to do a special episode. It's just not 100% stone, so I don't want to promise it. But we will definitely be back next week. And next week, we will be talking all week one DFS. I will hopefully have my projections, some recommended players to target, some recommended players that may be overvalued. But we will have all of that. In the meantime, go to the website, fignutsdfs.com. Tweet at us if you have any questions about your drafts or anything you like or would like to see us add to the show at fignutsdfs. We're on Facebook, the Football Fignuts. Um, please just give us reviews, write to us. We'd love to hear from you. We're having a blast doing this every week. More and more people are listening to the podcast and we really appreciate it. Uh, and we want to hear from you if there's anything we can do. Um, I think that's about it. I think that sums it up. I'm very excited for Sunday. I cannot wait for Sunday. Uh, we're still not sure where Sunday is going to be because we booked a ballpark for it and there's rain in our forecast locally. Hooray. So. Um, I've been scrubbing my house because I think my house is the backup location. <laughs> yeah, that it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fantastic. That was a great idea, Britt. Let's do a ballpark. And if it rains, we'll do my house. That okay. was all you. Yeah, time machine, man. I need a time machine. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you again for listening. Enjoy the last week of the preseason. We are super excited to be bringing with you our DFS picks next week. I am Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nothing. <laughs>